you don't have this, your content that you create with AI is never going to be as good as it could be. And it's going to continuously let your brand down. This is Brandology, a podcast that dives deep into the highs and lows of business, the ins and outs of branding, and all things entrepreneurship. We're unearthing the science, soul, and strategy behind building a fearless brand, and we're not holding back. So if you're ready to create the business of your dreams, you're in the right place. Welcome to Brandology. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Brandology. We're here for episode 33, and I've got a good one for you today. And it's all about AI, specifically ChatGPT. I know I'm a bit late to the party with making an episode on this, but I have been using it for a while and I wanted to sort of get my thoughts straight and get my ideas straight before I jumped straight into an episode because I want to give you guys some good advice and, you know, some tried and tested things that have worked for me. So I'll dive into that in a minute, but first let's do a little weekly update on what I've been up to, what's been happening in the studio. I've had such an exciting week. So as you know, I record these episodes a little bit in advance, like generally a week or two in advance. But this week I actually have launched my very first program for designers. And I'm just so excited. I'm so excited about the program itself because I just know how game-changing it's going to be for the people who join. But I'm also so excited for the people who've already joined and the feedback I've received so far on this program idea and how excited people are for it. It makes me so happy. I knew it was going to be something that people wanted because basically... Long story short, the program is called Own Your Intensives, and it's all about how I do my brand intensives and also how to develop a method that is going to work for you to do your brand intensives in a way that feels flowy, fun, sustainable, easy, and is super, super profitable because brand intensives have completely changed my business. And I don't know where I would be if I didn't start implementing brand intensives. But the thing is, I do them in a different way to what a lot of designers do them, because there's generally this sort of thought process out there with designers that intensives have to sort of be done one way. And that is just not true. It's about finding a way that works for you because everyone's different in terms of their creativity and like how much they want to work each day and how much they want to earn their business goals. And it's all about creating an intensive to support that and work with that rather than just following what you think you have to do, which leads to really, really stressful intensives, lots of struggles like booking those intensives as well and communicating the value to clients. And it also leads to a host of other issues in your business, like having intensives simply cannibalize your high ticket offers attracting the wrong kind of people into intensives, whatever it may be. There are a lot of issues that can happen if you're not doing them right. So I've been asked so many times how I do my intensives and to sort of teach and educate people on how I do them. So for the last few months, I've been putting this program together and it's finally here. So I'm just really, really happy that it's out in the world finally. And as I'm sitting here recording, this is actually only two spots left in the program, which is just so amazing to me. I just am so happy with how it's been received by by everyone or my designer community. So by the time this episode goes up, we actually would have started yesterday. 
So if there were any spots left, which I'm not sure if there will be, you might be able to jump in one day late. So DM me on Instagram if this is of interest to you and I'll see if there are any last minute spots left. Otherwise, I will hopefully be launching this program again in 2024. And if you are not a designer, do not worry because I have stuff coming out as well in the near future. I am going to be running programs of some description for business owners too in terms of brand building like building a brand from the ground up and how to do that amongst other things as well so I am in the process of getting that together planning and prepping those programs so whilst this program right now own your intensives is just for designers I am gonna have some really cool stuff coming out for all you other business owners out there as well. So don't worry, just keep an eye on my socials, keep listening to the pod because I'm going to be sharing everything there and here so you won't miss out. And then in terms of actual project availability, so if you want to work with me on your branding, brand strategy, website, copywriting, any or all of the above, I have two spots left for September and then I'm going to be booking for October onwards. So I definitely recommend getting in touch because the spots are going pretty quickly. As I know, a lot of businesses are trying to get everything done before Christmas, you know, so getting their brand done, getting their website redone before that hectic holiday rush. And the great thing about working with me is I primarily work in an intensive style, which means we can get your project done in a matter of days or weeks, depending on what it is you need done. So they are super speedy projects, but they're super collaborative. They're honestly such a magical experience because you see your brand or website coming to life literally before your eyes. So definitely recommend get in touch, book a call with me. So if you head to the show notes, you can book a consult call with me straight away, which means we'll jump on Zoom together. We'll have a chat all about where you're at at the moment with your brand and your business. And we'll talk about where you want to be and then how a project can help bridge that gap for you. What that what that's going to look like in terms of timelines, finances, the process that we're going to walk through together, you know, how it's going to help you reach those big business goals you have. So let's have a chat. It's going to be amazing. So now let's dive into the episode. I'm going to be talking all about chat GPT. So let's dive in. So today I'm not going to be telling you what AI is. I'm not going to be telling you, you know, the basics here because I think you already know, right? I think you already know what chat GPT is. I think you already have a a decent idea of what AI is all about. But what I want to talk to you about today is how I'm using it for my business and also the most important thing, how to use it without sounding like a robot. So these are my tips on how to actually sound like a human using chat GPT, because something that I have noticed is that now, like now that chat GPT has been around for a little bit, lots of people are capitalizing on it, which I think is great because it's an incredible tool, but a lot of people aren't using it right. And this is leading to a lot of content out there that is sounding very robotic. It's sounding like it's pulled straight from chat GPT with no kind of weeks done to it at all. And I can now spot this kind of content from a mile away. And I know a lot of other people are starting to be able to do that as well, because there are just some things that ChatGPT says, and it kind of pops that content into everyone's responses. Basically, there's some words that it uses, some phrases that it uses. And basically, ChatGPT kind of has its own tone of voice. This is a good way to think about it. So ChatGPT 
speaks and thinks in its own way. It has its own mannerisms. It has its own phrases that it likes to use, all of that kind of thing. So when you pop a prompt in, you ask it to, for example, write you an Instagram caption about XYZ. It's going to do that, but it's going to write it in its own tone of voice. And you need it written in your tone of voice. So this is where I see a lot of business owners falling flat is I can see they're using ChatGPT for their caption, their email newsletter, their website copy, like whatever it is. But it feels really disingenuous because I can just tell it's just pulled from ChatGPT. And I have absolutely no nothing against using ChatGPT because I use it a lot. And I'm going to share with you how I use it. So I have nothing against using it, but it's more so about the fact that it feels like you have not really put in the effort into making it into something that's going to really connect with your audience. Because just for a minute, imagine if everyone started using ChatGPT in a way where we weren't tweaking the tone of voice, we weren't making it sound any different. It was just sounding like ChatGPT and everyone was doing that. Everyone's Instagram captions, email newsletters, website copy, Everything would all sound identical and that would be an incredibly boring world to live in. So ChatGPT is great in terms of writing, you know, sort of the foundations of what needs to be written, you know, sort of expanding upon ideas and points. And, you know, sometimes if you've given it really good prompts and you've really molded the message and the tone within ChatGPT itself, sometimes you can pull straight from ChatGPT and use that content like as it is. But a lot of the time it's going to need a little bit more tweaking on your end. So the way I like to go about using ChatGPT is it takes your content 80% of the way there. It gets you 80% of the way, which is awesome. That's 80% of the work done, but then you need to tweak and refine that further 20%. So if you're writing an Instagram caption, you get ChatGPT to get you 80% of the way there. You take it out of ChatGPT and then you take it into your notes or your Word doc or whatever and you tweak and you just make some final edits to make it sound a little bit more like you, tweak some of the language a little bit, Bob's your uncle, there you go. So generally when I do this and I get something 80% of the way there in ChatGPT, it's going to be 80% of the way there in terms of the actual content that I want it to cover. 80% of the way there in terms of the language that it's using, 80% of the way there in terms of the tone of voice, sometimes even higher than 80%, right? So I really only need to go in and do some final edits and tweaks to get it to where it needs to be. And that's only going to take me like five minutes. So I'm going to be jumping in. I'm going to be just tweaking some words, some phrases, maybe cutting some bits out of sentences or rewording a couple of things. Really, really short, sweet and easy to get it to sound exactly like me and get it to communicate exactly what I need it to. So the end goal is for it to sound like I have written it. So for most people, content is not the issue in terms of being able to put prompts into ChatGPT and say, hey, write me a caption about this, this and this, you know, make it like two paragraphs long or X amount of words long, whatever, like actually putting the content into ChatGPT and telling it what you want it to write about. Most people are across that. So I'm not going to tell you how to do that. But what I am seeing is the problem is that people aren't making it sound like them. People are just sounding like the robot voice. So there's two reasons for this. First reason is you actually don't have a tone of voice for your business. You don't have a brand personality. You don't actually know how you're meant to sound when you show up. So therefore you take what ChatGPT gives you and you're like, okay, that sounds good enough. Cause it does, like I said, it does sound fine. 
But fine isn't really going to cut it when it comes to building a brand, when it comes to building a community, when it comes to truly connecting with your audience on an emotional soul level. Fine ain't going to cut it. So if you don't know your tone of voice, if you don't know how you're meant to be sounding when you show up, you're going to have a lot of trouble getting ChatGPT to you know, do that for you because you don't actually have those parameters to give it. And this is the thing, ChatGPT is as good as what you feed it, as what you tell it to do. So it's never going to, you know, write in your tone of voice just off its own back. It's not going to do that. You have to tell it to do that and you have to tell it how you want it to sound. So the second reason is that maybe you do have a tone of voice. You do sort of know how your business needs to sound, but you're not sure how to get ChatGPT to write your content in that way or rephrase your content in that way. So for the first issue of not knowing your tone of voice, not knowing your brand personality, this is where working with a professional is so important. And I think for anyone, before you go into ChatGPT and start creating content there, you need to have a solid base. So you need to know your overall core messaging. So the key concepts and messages that you're trying to communicate to your audience throughout your brand. You need to know your brand personality, how it speaks, how it sounds, the way it shows up, how it connects with people. And you need to know your tone of voice, which is like how we speak as people. You know, we all have a different way of saying things. We all have a different sort of tone when we speak. Like some of us are more serious. Some of us are really confident. Some of us are more quiet. Some of us are funny. Some of us are easygoing. Whatever it is, we all speak in a different way. So even if we're communicating the same message, different people are going to communicate it in different ways. So you need to know all of this and working with a professional is one of the best ways to do that and to basically have in front of you a guide as to what your tone of voice is, as to your brand personality, as to how you sound when you show up. And this is what I give my clients when we work with particular copywriting packages is I will give them like a cheat sheet, for example, for some of the packages, which details like the brand personality and tone of voice in a snapshot sort of glance view. Other packages will get more of an extensive tone of voice and copywriting guide where it really delves into the different areas. But either way, you can use this with chat GPT. So this is so, so important. The other thing that I do also feel is really important is to have a key sort of hero piece of content that is written absolutely perfectly. So something that is in your tone of voice, it's written in your brand personality. It sounds banging. Like it sounds exactly like your brand and you're obsessed with it. So that can be an Instagram caption. It can be an email newsletter. It can be a blog post. It can be your brand story. It can be any piece of content that has been written for your brand that you love, 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 love. So this is why I also recommend getting a professional to come in. They like, for example, write your website copy or they write a couple of Instagram captions for you just so you have a base to work from. And then if you've already got this, for example, if you've already got this stuff nailed down, you know your tone of voice, you know your personality, you've got some pieces of content you love, even just one piece of content that you love. This is where we take it to ChatGPT. So we go to ChatGPT. I like to say to it, him, them, I don't really know what you would call them, but I go to ChatGPT and I say, I'm going to get you to write me an email newsletter that is four short paragraphs long. And it is about this, 
this and this. So I would detail what it's actually about there. So it has the content to work from and don't be afraid to give it too much content. The more you give it, the better. But then I'll say before you write it, can I give you an example of how I write and my tone of voice so you can write it in that way? And then you send that and it'll go, yep, that's totally fine. Send it through. I'll take a look. So then you paste in that hero piece of content that you love, that piece of content that is written absolutely perfectly. And then you say, this is the kind of tone of voice and personality I want you to write this email in. Can you please confirm you understand the tone of voice and personality and then send that and then it'll come back to you and go, yep, I understand the tone of voice. Your tone of voice is friendly, funny and easygoing. For example, it'll tell you a few you know, sort of keywords as to what it thinks your your brand personality is and your tone of voice. And then it'll say something like, you know, are you ready for me to write your email newsletter now? And then you go, yep. And then it'll write your newsletter or whatever piece of content it is, but it will sound a lot more like you. It's going to automatically have more of that personality injected into it, more of that tone of voice injected in. It's the way you speak is going to come across more, again, to about 80% of the way in this piece of content versus if you just told it, write me an email newsletter, it's four short paragraphs long about XXX, then you're going to get a vastly different result. And you can even try this in two different chats with ChatGPT and see the difference in the result that you get. Because I've tried this a lot now. I generally do this before I get it to write any content for my business. And I'm always very surprised, pleasantly surprised by how close it gets it. Another thing you can do is tell it some keywords in relation to your brand personality and tone of voice. And this is why having like a cheat sheet or a guide is so helpful because you can basically just copy and paste stuff from the guide into ChatGPT and go, here are my tone of voice keywords. This is how my brand would sound if they were a person. Here are some phrases and words that strongly relate to my brand and I like to use my content. And then you can sort of get it to write based off that. But I do find... The very best results come from when you feed it existing content of yours, real life written content where that personality clearly comes across in the writing. That's a really easy way for ChatGPT to scan that and understand how to bring that personality and that tone across into the content. So I know a lot of people have thought, you know, oh, I don't need a copywriter anymore. I don't I'm not going to need any help from you know, a messaging strategist, a copywriter, anything like that, because I have chat GPT. But I would say to you, if you have not worked with a copywriter or messaging strategist already to actually nail down your core messaging, so you know overall what you're trying to communicate, if you haven't nailed down that brand personality, if you haven't nailed down that tone of voice, please do that first. Because if you don't have this, your content that you create with AI is never going to be as good as it could be. And it's going to continuously let your brand down because it's not creating that connection with your audience. And brands are all about connection. Connection is how you sell. So please do this groundwork first. I definitely think, you know, for some businesses, they can use AI for the majority of their content moving forward. For things like website copy, I would hesitate about doing that because that is such 
an important and like large body of work, I suppose that it really needs to be done right. But in terms of like Instagram captions and email newsletters and blog posts, like sort of smaller short form pieces of content, then I think, you know, AI and chat GPT can really, really be supportive here. As long as you are, again, giving it the right prompts, giving it the right stuff to move forward with. So it's actually spitting out things that you can use and that reflect your brand properly. So for me personally, I love ChatGPT. I love it. And I think if you are not capitalizing on it, if you are not using it, you are really missing out on saving so much time and energy in your business. It's truly an incredible tool. And I personally think it needs to be embraced. So I use it quite a bit. I mainly use it for writing content for myself, not with everything, but with some things. Like for me, sometimes Instagram captions you know, usually I'm going to write those myself. I would say like 80 to 90% of the time I will write my own Instagram captions because for me writing sort of short form content like that, it usually flows pretty easily. And obviously I'm a copywriter as well. So for me, that comes pretty easily for longer form pieces of content. Like for me, my email newsletters, I can sometimes get a bit more stuck with that. So I will turn to chat GPT a lot more. And this is where I focus on getting it to 80%. I take it out of ChatGPT. I do some last final edits and then I pop it, you know, into the email newsletter. So really I'm just changing a couple of little things here and there that still sound a tiny bit robotic because sometimes things can still slip in, even though you've given it your hero content piece, you've given it the tone of voice it needs to use. It can sometimes still slip in a couple of little chat GPT-isms, which I just try to remove. Make it sound as human as possible. Make it sound like, yeah, I 100% could have written that myself if I took the time and energy to do it. That's the goal. That's what I want it to sound like. So yeah, for me, I'm mainly using it for my email newsletters. I sometimes use it to plan out podcast episodes. Not that frequently recently, though. I've just been more sort of free, freestyling my my podcast episodes. I used to write notes or I used to get ChatGPT to write notes. But lately, I've just sort of been, yeah, coming on and just having a little bit of a ramble because I feel like it flows a little bit better that way for me personally. But I was I was finding it was useful for that. And also in terms of repurposing content. So basically with my podcast, because I'm not really using notes at the moment and I'm just speaking, I will get the transcript of the podcast from my podcast manager. And then that can be put into chat GPT. And basically I can ask it to sort of condense it down, like, you know, condense this into like uh, an Instagram caption or tell me what the key points of this podcast is. And, you know, it'll spit out some, you know, really short form content that again, is not, it's not ready to go live. Like that content that it gives me, I'm not going to just put it straight on Instagram or my website or whatever and call it a day. I am still going to be editing it because often it does need some more tweaks, especially when I'm going from a large piece of content down to like an Instagram caption or something like that. It can get a little bit confused sometimes, so it needs a little bit more work. But I do find this is really helpful for taking a podcast episode and turning it into a caption or turning it into an Instagram carousel or whatever it might be, turning it into a blog post. It can be really helpful because otherwise you have to sit there and like manually read through the whole transcript again and then rewrite everything in a more condensed way, which is just extremely time consuming. So I've been using it for that as well. 
And even just a little bit of business back end sort of deep diving, like when it comes to thinking a bit more about my target audience, for example, something I was doing with it the other day was popping in some info about my dream clients, my target audience, and then asking it what it thinks some problems that this target audience might be facing are. And then also some issues in their business they might be facing, like what they might need help with, need support with the different phases of their business. And just sort of doing a little bit of workshopping with ChatGPT about that, because that can be a really nice way to start creating content ideas. Because as I always say, it's really great to be creating content and speaking to your audience from a place of transformation and the experience they have with you and, you know, where they start, where they end up. And ChatGPT can be a really great way to start to understand what that looks like. So if you are a bit confused, for example, you need a bit more clarification on where your audience might be struggling, how you might be able to help them and communicate that, ChatGPT can give some really good base ideas that you can then work from to build out other content types, essentially. So yeah, I would say I use ChatGPT multiple times a week for my business, but I don't think I've ever actually posted something directly from ChatGPT. Everything has come through me first. So ChatGPT has almost gotten it there, but I've taken it back over. I've made edits. I've made it feel more human. I've made it feel more like me. And I think the combination of telling it the tone of voice you want it to write in and giving it examples and then allowing it to do its absolute best for that, which is going to get you, you know, pretty far. And then you taking it back and making your final edits as the human. I think this is the best way to do it because you are then, you know, your final touch is going to give it that human feel that we really need because, Yeah, I mean, I personally don't want to sit there and read through a bunch of ChatGPT created content that sounds like it's been pulled straight from ChatGPT because with any consumer and especially I know for me as a consumer, I'm always going to go with the business who makes me feel something, the business I actually connect with on a deep level, whether that's through the content, through the visuals, through everything, all of the above, I'm going to go with the one that I actually feel connected with versus the one that sounds like it's just putting content out there for the sake of it and they haven't really considered their audience or how they want to show up and sound. This is going to happen for most people, you know, on that subconscious level. Again, it's not something we're always directly thinking of. People will go to the place where they feel seen. It's as simple as that. If you make your audience feel seen and heard, they will go with you. So when it comes to creating content through ChatGPT, definitely use it. Use it to its full advantage. It's such a powerful tool, but do it right. Make sure you're actually bringing in that personality, that tone of voice, you're communicating that, and then you're taking it back out of ChatGPT and making edits before you put it live. That is my best advice when it comes to using this amazing tool. So I hope that was helpful. I hope you got something out of this episode. Go play with ChatGPT. Go have some fun with it because it really is so much fun to play around in and you know, if you can start getting some good results with it, it's going to save you an incredible amount of time in your business. So I'll leave it there. Have an amazing week and I will catch you next time. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Brandology. I am so happy to have you here. I hope you got something out of this episode. If you did, I would so love it if you could hit that follow button on your podcast platform And if you really loved it, 
It would be so amazing if you could leave a review on Apple Podcasts. It really, really helps. I would also love it if you could share this podcast with your business besties because I'm dropping new episodes every week all about the soul and strategy behind building fearless brands. And I would love to spread the word to as many entrepreneurs as I can. Thank you so much for listening and I'll be back in your ears next week. Thank you.